Hello and welcome to the Boxing Life Podcast with me, Tony Jeffries. Alongside us, I've got Glenn, Mr. Six Figure Homes. Glenn, how's it going, mate? Good. Good to be back. So on this episode, we talk about how to create passive income. Sleep and money, that's what we like to call it. Fast asleep and money's just piling into your bank account. <laughs> We're going to tell you exactly how to get it done. Exactly how to do it. I've got an idea that I've never done yet that I give you guys to do. So I would love for you to go out there and do the idea that I said, but maybe in a different way, and then get in touch with us and tell us if it worked or not. Well, it will work. It will work. I know for a fact it will. That's what you say to do it. <laughs> then, as well, we talk about work ethic, why, we, why people work hard, why people don't work hard. We uh, answer all the questions that we got on Instagram. Thank you for that. If you're not following us yet, follow us at Boxing Life. Also, we talk about uh, the online certification course that we've got up and coming. Yep, and a recent trip to Austin, a bunch of other stuff, what we got coming up. So, yeah, and my, check it out. And my diet, how's that going? So, check it out. Here it is the Boxing Life podcast with me and Six Figure. So, we are back, Mr. Glenn Holmes. How's things, mate? Good, good to be back. I feel like we've not done one for a while. Yeah, the last podcast that I did was on the Mayweather-McGregor fight and I, I done that by myself at home because Ernie, the producer, was spending Father's Day with your father, I'm guessing. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, we're back. We've been to Austin since the last podcast together. Yeah. And uh, we went there to do a, a certification course, which was fantastic. Unbelievable, yeah. Every time we go to uh, Austin, we always go to the Onnit gym and yeah. Onnit are just great look after us really well and it was always a good experience another two sold out courses it's actually the first time we've done a level one and level two course back to back right and uh we've got a slight story about how it went yeah. on the first morning i mean but before we before we jump into that tell you what is mad so glenn's just turned up at the gym sat yeah. in his seat he's going to go to a party in malibu in a bit uh, with some high profile client but while you, while you were at home getting ready in your, all your fancy clothes and all that, what you wear now, if you're watching this on YouTube, you'll be able to see. I'm here in Box and Burn, Santa Monica, at a kid's birthday party, yeah. right? Teaching 27, six-year-old and seven-year-old little girls. How were, about you, that? were you actually teaching them or were you just babysitting them? Babysitting, no. <laughs> so we do just birthday parties a... here. Do you know what? And I went from fighting absolute monsters trying to take my head off to teaching all these little princesses these little girls boxing it's don't like, complain I, I mean i'm not <laughs> you I'm, love it <laughs> i think it's great i really enjoyed it because i'm like a big kid myself yeah so uh, i was just thinking like wow it's mad how i went from one extreme to the other extreme right and then before that before that i was training another client which where i'm from this doesn't happen even over here it doesn't really happen so i'm training her and she's absolutely loaded like, i mean like Lord, oh, is Lord. this the billionaire one, woman? No, gazillionaire, if there's a such right, thing. Yeah, yeah. yeah, she's a billionaire. And she was talking about a business that she's just put an offer in for, for $165 million. Yeah. Like, solely, it's her. And I was like, oh, right. And she went, yeah. And the, and the uh, bankers were trying to ask me this to give us some money. And I told the, that's what she said. I told the bankers, I can write a check right now for $165 million. Yeah. And I was like, what? I went, you can't? She went, yeah, can't you? That's what she said. I went, well, I can, but I can't cash it. <laughs> I went, can you cash it? She that's went, oh, yeah, I can cash it. That's ridiculous, though, if she thinks that just that's normal. Nah, she was, I think she was winding us up. She was yeah. expecting us to be like, oh. oh this is it. the woman that has the driver waiting outside while she trains, right? And then yeah. she just gives him like her hand wraps and her gloves and stuff while she yeah, cleans I mean, up. It's, and it's it's like, she's on another level. It's, it's at the next level. Yeah. I mean, you know, people that rich. I mean, if you were that rich, what would you do? 
I wouldn't, I mean, even if I was that rich, I wouldn't, I don't think I'd have a driver and somebody I'd give my wraps oh, and my gloves to and all that. You would? You wouldn't? No, I don't think I would. You've got, mate, so you would tell, you're telling me you'd drive? I probably wouldn't drive, if you've no. Got, so, so, you but, get, so, you, so you'd have a but driver? But I'm saying like, I'll, I'll, she, when she gets done with the session, he's there waiting in a suit and she's like, here, I take my wraps and my gloves and put them in the car and all this. I mean... You know, like a full-on servant. Joy. Yeah, full-on Joey. Like, I don't know if I could get now, to that I, level. I mean, I'm telling you, I would, I if, I would, act, like I would if I would act like that, but I would 100% have a driver at me back and call with five assistants. Well, we have that now anyway, don't we? Just go on Uber. Uber. <laughs> but, I mean, Uber, you've got to wait three or four minutes. This is just like, boom. It's just there it's all there. the time, yeah. Imagine I'm going to Joey like that. All right, mate, I'm going to do my workout. Go to Bulletproof Coffee for us. Well, I have an assistant. Yeah, me too. <laughs> me too. <laughs> no, uh, but you, you know what I'm saying? It's like, there's a difference between... Having somebody who helps you to benefit you and someone who's just an absolute got, joy. Just yeah. you know, you she's can't got, even you're that up your own ass that you can't even take your own wraps to the car. Right. That's like a five yard walk. You know what I mean? It's just I just think it's a bit too much. Uh, well you know you know what they say about Bill Gates. Bill Gates has got that much money. If he drops a hundred dollar bill, it's not worth his time. Bend to down pick and it pick up, it up. <laughs> because it's true. Because he's got to make that much money in interest for that time. So imagine that. So, so by the time he's gone down to pick it up, he's already made twice as much as what like it is. Four times, that's like four hundred dollars. That's how much money he's making. That's insane. So that. I mean, yeah, made come and get me fucking hand wraps. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? That's ridiculous. So, <laughs> so what, what, what does she do? Because I, I know you've told me this before, but I'm still not hundred percent clear on what this woman does. But she's, she's the richest I, person that you've ever trained, right? Yes, I can't tell you what she does because it's no, it's confidential. Right? Okay, client, confidential. I'll tell you after. Or like industry wise, or is it? Uh, it's is that, a, is un, it's an unsexy industry. It's right. a very unsexy industry. You'll be like, what the hell? What? She's making that money doing that. But that's what she tells me. She, I'll go for businesses that's not sexy because these days, all the young up and coming entrepreneurs, they don't want to be in in this sort of business. Right. They want to be in the high tech, in whatever it might be. Yeah. Want to be in that insta- in, yeah, yeah. Uh, business. So. Uh, I mean, it's it's great treatment. She tells me as well that she gets she gets a massage every night. Someone comes through her house. No wonder she's shit in the gym then. <laughs> Someone comes through her house and gives her a massage like <laughs> before she gets to bed. And I remember when I was a kid, I was thinking that would be the best. Imagine if imagine that just getting a massage, rolling it off the massage table, or even getting a massage in bed. Yeah. Oh, and then just go to sleep. Just go straight yeah, to sleep. Yeah, that'd be epic. So it will be good. So yeah. I'll be doing that shit. Yeah, I'd definitely get a massage. Not every <laughs> night though. Yeah. So yeah, I mean, so I went from training her this morning to all them little kids and now uh, podcasting with you, mate. It's, uh, it's been a good, productive day. Yeah, it's really good to be back. I've, I feel like we've not done one for a while and I've been looking forward to it. I feel like we've got a bunch of stuff to catch up on and, and talk about. First thing I wanted to touch on is you, you've uh, been starting, you've, well, you've tried to be doing intermittent fasting and kind of trying right. to do the high fat diet and stuff right yeah and you're working with ryan munsey who we had on the podcast a bit back if you go into the archives you can listen to that podcast some super interesting yeah, nutritional I mean, info on that so i just wanted to see what it's been like working with him what kind of stuff he's got you doing and like what the results yeah. of it have been so far so with intermittent fasting i remember we did a, the podcast with with ryan and then we did one with mind pump when they were talking about the fasting a lot but this is you can eat in an eight hour window yeah so I'm eating between 11 and 7 p.m. Right. Are you just having is, one meal in that time? Fine. No, I'm eating oh, having three, throughout. I'm right. having three meals, right. high-fat meals. Then on yeah. the evening, like I was like saying to me, Mrs., like, I can't believe this. I'm having sweet potatoes with butter on. Yeah. 
with a stick with loads of veg. I'm like, with butter on that. It's like, yeah. how the hell? This is the opposite of everything that I've ever learned in, yeah, in yeah. nutrition. So I'm thinking it's not working, but it's working. I'm feeling great. How do you feel when you wake up? Because typically that, that cycle of fasting is like four hours before bed, you don't eat, and four hours after you get up, you right. don't eat if you sleep for eight hours, right? Yeah. So right, yeah. How, do you, how are you feeling in the mornings? I'm a little bit hungry in the mornings, but, you know, I'll have a, I'll have a, a, glass of water, a big glass of water and a cup of coffee, and I'm yeah. good. I'm yeah. good to go. You know? I, I, and... How long have you been doing that now? I've, I was doing it 10 days before we went to Austin, then I've come back and uh, I've been doing it for about three or four weeks, but I was balls deep in it at first, but now I've, I've took a little back step because all I was doing when I started was going to Bulletproof every day because I wanted to lose weight fast. That's what I do. <laughs> I just go Bulletproof every yeah. day. But that was, I'm that a day was... off today and I'm here drinking Bulletproof. Yeah, I love it. But uh, now Ryan said to me, I need to educate you on it because we can't be doing that. That's the easy way out. And he wants to educate me so I can eventually so educate the kids yeah, totally. as well. Yeah. Which is like amazing. Like that 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 sort of mentorship there, yeah. Uh, a consultation is amazing what he's what he's trying to do. Right. Trying to help us. He's got us in a Facebook group, the accountability group. Hold us accountable because that's one thing that I've figured out with with business and with life and with everything, you need to be held accountable for your actions. Yeah. And uh, what's it called? Steve Krebs was seeing it often on this and he's holding me accountable for it. It's the same with every, everything though. If someone's not doing what they're supposed to be doing in business, they need to be held accountable for it. Right. That's the bad thing about being an owner and in the, in the, in the, the top of you. What I'm doing now is like, who's going to hold me accountable? For me actions yourself in it really that's I, it i've uh, got I to guess. i've got to do it myself which is hard but yeah. if you've got someone on your back like why did you not do this yeah and that's why the the business coaching what steve krebs does is good and yeah, that's yeah. kind of another thing that i'm trying to get into now is is business coaching other business owners like me who's owning fitness facilities i've had two phone calls this week with people who who want who own gyms who want to take the gym to the next level and they're asking me for my my advice because i mean what we've done here with Box and Burn, uh, created two seven-figure businesses yeah. in f- just over four years from a, a free boot camp down the beach, and then yeah. a six-figure, and then a six-figure uh, personal ins- personal training course in the Box and Burn Academy. Yeah, them three businesses there within that short space of time. I mean, we're doing something right. So right. even you get asked a lot about mentorship questions. So people ask me, I want to mentor. I want you to help us do this. Yeah, I've so, had a few people reach out to me as well. It's just something that I'm still trying to get up to speed on myself as far as like what kind of uh, model to adopt and like how, how you, what your rates are and what kind of value you'd be offering. That's right. the main thing that I need to figure out. But it's definitely something I'd love to do moving forward. And that kind of leads us on to the whole passive income thing. I know we've we right. wanted to touch on that a little bit. Yeah. So, I mean... Uh, it's it's great, like I said, held accountable, and I need I'll be able to hold these tra- these business owners accountable for their actions. Because, like I said, we've walked the walk. You right. know, we can do it. I've supported two guys: a guy from Ibiza and a guy from Arizona who own gyms who want to take the business to the next level. I've told them I'll give them everything they need, and you know, I mean, if that's something that you're interested in, I'm not trying to be a salesman right now. Maybe I am, but if that's me interested, you can get in touch with me, Tony at boxandburn.com. Only get in touch with us for that. Don't get in touch with us for anything, anything else. Which I'm, is for that. I'm just wondering um, when you get more and more people asking for your time and your advice and you're mentoring them on how to run the business and you're holding them accountable and all that kind of stuff and you're setting them targets and goals, how much pressure is going to come with that for you? So say they're not hitting their goals, they're not hitting their targets and then they're turning around on you 
there's going to be a lot of pressure coming back yeah. at you like look well you told me to do this and it's not working or this hasn't that's a happened. great question and that's that, that's the the big thing about it. but i know for a fact it will that it will work if <laughs> yeah. you do what i tell you right. to do in your business and it's kind of the same as personal training it's like someone comes in and you know you beasted them here and then you go and tell them what to eat and what to drink yeah. and how to live outside of the gym and they come back after a couple of and they're like well i haven't lost any weight well You've, you've not, not done. Doing it, you've not right. done what I've told you to Obviously do. Obviously not. You know? it's Obviously on, not. It's on you just as much as it is. Yeah, me. big time. And then that comes down to, like we said, a bit, a bit a passive income. What we're going to uh, touch on. I mean, passive income is what we try to do now with the online certification course. So for the last yeah. five or six months, we're in. Is it July? It's the end of June now. Is it July? Now? Yeah. No, it's June now. It's the end of June now, and we've been doing this uh, online certification course since February. The idea came about last year. So people can do the Box and Burn Academy online. And we talk about passive income. That's passive income there. Passive income means sleeping money, really. Making money while you sleep. I mean, who doesn't want to make money while you sleep? It's, it's the dream, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> well, I sleep and dream. <laughs> Sleeping and earning, yeah. So with this online certification course, because uh, we get people, I've, I get messages every single day of people saying, I want to uh, do the Box and Burn Academy, but I'm in... Australia. I mean, yeah. uh, I mean, India. I've got a guy from India talking talk, to now. Like, I'm talking talk about the online cert. Even right. people around America, Alaska, who doesn't really want to travel, yeah, but they want to get certified. And the the first step to that was for us to expand our reach as far as us traveling, and is that's been amazing for us. We've managed to travel to Vegas. Orlando, Austin this year, we're right. going to Denver, San Jose, you know, Arizona. So we're definitely traveling and then next year hopefully traveling international with it as well. Yeah. But even with us traveling, it's, you still only reach a certain amount of people. So hopefully once this gets up online, we're hoping to launch it in July of this year. Yeah. Then anybody in the world can sign up online, take the exam, take the course, review all the video materials, study, practice, and then get certified online and still receive their education credit for the personal training right, yeah. certification course. And although we're talking about passive income, yeah, I mean, it, it's great. But And I swear, this is not the only reason we're doing it. We're doing it, well, it's because we love it. And then it's helping promote the Box and Burn brand around yeah. around the world. And, I mean, this sounds like bullshit, because every time someone says shit like this to me, I feel like it's bullshit. But now we're actually helping people Right? Yeah. Did you, you get a buzz if you help oh, someone, big time. right? So now I'm like, we're getting emails often where it's like, oh, I've put this boxing class in my gym now and my, my, my money's increased. That sort of shit. You know, yeah. people's telling us that. Now we can help people, help trainers get their clients better results. So we're spreading the boxing burn method. I, I was talking to someone the other day and I said, when you start to get to a level within your career or your job where you, you start thinking about, showing and teaching other people how to do what you've done that's when you know you're at a good level right because now we're building a business and hope an, an online business as well hopefully a passive income business right. uh, through teaching other people to do what we do yeah and it's like it's took it's took a few years to get to that point to build up the confidence to be like, okay i know enough about this stuff now I've got enough knowledge and expertise to share with other people. Yeah. And just the feedback we get from the academies, it's, it's amazing how much so, people love it and value it and really respect what we're doing. So obviously everyone can't start a boxing run academy and start getting passive income that way, but there's other ways of doing passive income. And one big way, and if I had time, I would do this. I'm going to give everyone a little tip how to go and make some passive income money right now. So 
there's a this website called Alibaba. Right. You heard of it? No. It's like the eBay of Asia. Like, uh, not eBay, sorry, Amazon of Asia, where you can get buy wholesale things for a really cheap price. Alibaba.com. It's, right. it's a really big company now. You can go on there and you can buy just about anything, right, for cheap. Now, why doesn't people, right, and I've told, I've told me people this to do and they've not done it because you can, you can get this information anywhere. Go on there. Let's see it. Buy 10,000, uh, I don't know. <laughs> I don't want to give this one idea because that's what I want to do. Uh, let's give this, no, let's give everyone, let's, let's buy 10,000 items of phone cases. Right. Now on the phone cases, we're going to get custom uh, things printed on like, like, a, like a, a golf club or a pair of boxing gloves or a pair of ice skates, right? Now get them items and put them on Amazon. So now you've got a, who, the, who, the, who does custom mobile phone uh, golf club cases? I don't know. I've never heard of it. I'm just making this up right now in my head. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? Now, if I want to get someone a gift who's into golf, which millions of people are, yeah. I go on Amazon and I find, oh, look at this case, right? right? So anyway, so what you do, you buy, let's just, 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 just see a thousand of these golf mobile phone cases, right? Golf club cases, right? You send them to Amazon, right? Amazon store them for you. And now Amazon post them every time that someone buys one. Right. Does that make sense? Yeah, and Amazon are just taking a percentage. They take the percentage. You've got to pay them out, I think it's $30 a month, a monthly fee, and that's it. So rather than having two grand in the bank, I would rather have that two grand in iPhone cases with a golf club on the back. I mean, I'm seeing golf club, it might be something better than that but that's the first thing I come like ice skates because no one who's doing that you know what yeah, I mean yeah. and there will be a target market for that because people look for gifts right get the keywords right in Amazon and, and, and now that money them's going to sell like me like me brother-in-law could what? you not do it something with with the product that's at a higher higher price point though I mean like an iPhone case with a golf club on it it's going to be what it's gonna, four or five dollars maybe gonna, but listen, could you not listen, do it with something well, listen, though, at a higher thing, price point it's going gonna, it's gonna to cost four or five dollars but it's going to cost you 50 cents to make. Right. Now you're making so four profit margin's huge. Yeah. yeah, profit margin's huge, and that's right. what it's about. And then once you can start selling more. Mm-hmm. My brother-in-law done it with emoji masks. Mark right. done it with emoji masks. And he was doing really well, but then he stopped. I said, you should have kept it there, but he yeah. needed the money or whatever. Right. You know? And people's buying it. Now that's interesting model. Income. Yeah, definitely. It is. But like, that's, that's a way where you can be sleeping. Yeah. People can be buying your shit. Oh, definitely. In your line of bed. Obviously, you've got to put the work in and the, and the groundwork in before. Yeah. But... I mean, I've just come up with that on the top of my head, iPhone cases with golf clubs on. Not Every, everyone listening to this now is just Googling golf iPhone cases on Alibaba.com. I'm, I'm going to do it after this. <laughs> but I'm going to do it after this. But, but, I mean, that's, that's the idea there. You can, now, with that idea, you can run with it. You can go on yeah. Alibaba. You can find, it might be, I don't know, purses or whatever. So everything on it and do that and there's some passive income. That's like, just, be, just basically, if you want to earn a passive income, just become an online Dell boy, right? I mean, yeah. Because <laughs> I think the only way you can really get passive income now is online. Maybe I'm wrong. I've not thought. I was going I was thinking about asking that question while you were talking. I was like, "Is there any way to make a passive income that's not uh, digital or remote?" Well, I guess there is. With uh, you, you, you could kind of say that owning a business like Box and Burn is a passive income when we start making money because uh, we don't have to actually 
be working uh, me and Kev right. we get a percentage of everyone's memberships money, yeah yeah or a percentage of every trainer's yeah. money yeah you know it's hard to work but out. at the same time you have to maintain the upkeep of the gym and, yeah you exactly. know, there's, so it's there's, not there's, passive there's, income yeah, I couldn't go on holiday for six months you know right. what I mean I couldn't work from abroad I've got to be here yeah you know what I mean um, so yeah so start getting passive income sleep money that's what it's all about yeah Austin let's talk a little bit about Austin so Austin yeah. was fantastic absolutely great trip if, we, if anyone's not been to Austin Texas go it's the probably the fastest growing city in America Every time we go, there's more and more expansion of the city happened. The people there are super nice. It's a fun city. There's a lot to do. There's a lot of really interesting, cool places to go. Food's unbelievable. There's fitness vibe. There's party vibe. There's, like, there's everything you want there in, yeah. in one city. And the weather's amazing. It's just, it's top-notch. I the, love it. The weather's amazing. And we met so many people doing the... Doing the, um, the Box Moon Academy, and that's one of the best things. You know, we we out there networking, meeting all these new people. And, yeah. Uh, and so we have the level one, the level two. On the level two, I do a talk where I'm talking about social media and marketing, and that's kind of one of my strong suits in business. I know all about that. And one thing I tell everyone is to start a podcast. Yeah. Because why? Like, like the free, unless you're an right. Ernie. Yeah, yeah. You're hiring Ernie, <laughs> the free and. It just looks so good. If you're in the fitness business, if you're in any business, you know, why, why not start a podcast? Yeah. You know, because uh, it doesn't matter if you're getting five listeners or 5,000 listeners, no one really knows how many listeners you're getting, but it looks like you're, well, you're obviously passionate about what you do yeah. because you're doing a podcast and it makes you stand out from, from the crowd, from your competition. They're not doing a podcast. I think it makes you think about what you're doing a lot more too. Like when we do these podcasts, it makes me think about what we do. It gives yeah. me a chance to like look back at what we've done and think about it and really dig into it. But um, let's rewind to the first day of the academy. So just just to quickly fill everybody in on how the academy works, we focus heavily on how to wrap hands for boxing, and we have probably around like seventy-five pairs of hand wraps shipped out to Austin, right? Right. All rolled up and wrapped up. So we're about ten minutes to go before we start. And all the chairs are lined up. There's like 40, 50 chairs lined up for everybody attending this course. And we usually start off with me, you, and Kev talking, introducing ourselves, talking about our backgrounds, all that kind of stuff. So we talk a little bit. And then the first thing that we do as part of the course after the introductions is, is how to wrap hands. And we, we demonstrate it all and everyone gets their hand ra hands wrapped. So we're about 10 minutes out before we start. And uh, everyone's got a manual and a pen and all that. And everyone's registered and sat down waiting for all this thing to start. And this is kind of like the most nerve-wracking part for me is the intro at the beginning. Yeah, get, yeah you get that yeah. adrenaline rush and you're a little bit nervous. You don't really know what to, what to expect. But I look around and I'm like, everyone's got everything. I'm like, there's something in the back of my mind. I'm like, something's not right. We forgot something. And I just look around I'm like, where's everyone's hand wraps? Like, shit, no one's got hand wraps. And like the first thing we've got after half an hour of talking is hand wraps. Yeah. And the whole course is about how important hand wraps are for safety of boxing and all this. And then we realized that we'd left a bag at the airport or that had gone to a different airport and that bag had all the hand wraps in it. So I was absolutely shitting myself. I was like, what are we going to do? You weren't as bad as me. You were pretty, pretty laid right. back about it, but I was, I was fucking stressed. And then... Uh, we started the course and you started talking and then Kev had to drive to Austin Airport, right? Yeah, and then hopefully we... go and find this bag that was missing with the hand wraps in whilst the course had started. Yeah, it was, <laughs> it was a bit nerve-wracking, but once we found out that 
the bag might be at the airport because we shipped like 15 bags this yeah. time, which we've never done before. We've never done that, that many bags. It was a lot, yeah. And we left one bag at the airport. Boxing gloves, everything got there apart from the hand wraps. Yeah, but so, then they come and the course went really smooth. Yeah, you started talking and then I was like, drag it out, drag it out. And then I started talking, I'm like, all right, I'll drag it out. <laughs> and then I was like, shit, come on. I'm like, it's like 20 minutes in. And then all right. of a sudden Kev showed up with the bags. I was like, yes, the biggest relief I've ever had. And then he started talking, but then he started repeating everything we said. Yeah, that was funny, yeah. Uh, so I made a huge announcement today on my social media, Instagram. I didn't see it. Mate, yes, you did. Yes, I didn't. You did. yeah, mate, I don't yes, go you, on Instagram. Mate, yes, you do. That's all you do, all day, every day. It's when you're holding mitts, you're on Instagram. So my huge announcement was that I'm having, my wife's pregnant and I'm having another baby girl. I did see it, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> mate, I'm having another girl. Unbelievable. You're just going to keep going, aren't you, until it happens? I don't know, mate, because <laughs> it's just getting hard. Like, it's like, after, this, after, after, after the first sometime. one, I had the second one, I was like, oh, this is too hard, why did I have that one? And I was like, let's just try it, you know? Yeah. It's another one, it's like another fucking girl. I'm like, oh my God, all I wanted was a boy, and now I've got three girls, but I'm my wife, so I want a four baby girls. Do you know what? It's like, I, I mean, some people are, are going to say, how can you be disappointed? You should be ecstatic. Like, you're having <laughs> yeah. a kid, you know what I mean? You should be excited, but... It's hard to, to not be that. If you know in your head the reason you're doing it is because you want to buy and then you don't get it, you're like, fuck. Well, the th- but the it's th- harsh. It's harsh at the same it time. It is harsh. People saying, well, you know, there's people out there who can't have kids and, and you know, you should be looking. And, I, and I'm, I'm very, I am happy. I would rather, I swear down on... Health w- priority, right? Yeah, but no, I, swear, I swear down, I would priority. rather have three girls than not have any kids or have one boy. I'd rather have three girls than one boy. You know, that's the truth. <laughs> I would, because I, I always want to have more than one Just kid. in case anyone doesn't know, I've got one boy. <laughs> See, so I'm doing better than you, I've got three girls, right? And they'll punch his head in when they get older. <laughs> but how about that? Yeah, so that was my big announcement today. And, um, yeah, so... It's, um, so, up, upcoming, uh, moving forward, what uh, we're going... When people have listened to this, we'll have been to... We've been recorded a podcast with the one and only Ben Greenfield. Oh yeah, we go now on Tuesday. The day this is getting released, we we fly into Washington State to podcast. Yeah, with Greg Spokane, ben Washington will be up there for ben two Greenfield days. Ben Greenfield is one crazy bastard, isn't he? Well, yeah. I, I didn't. I just know he's got a really big podcast. Yeah. But then when I started looking, I was like, whoa, this guy is off his head, isn't he? Yeah, he's a bit. He's a bit unconventional, if you will, with health and fitness and wellness and all that kind of stuff. But when I remember four or five years ago, it was like one of the first podcasts I really started getting into was his. Right. And I, I learned so much from his podcast. And now he's, he's been in the gym. You've trained him a couple of times. He's a huge inspiration for me as far as fitness and nutrition. I've learned a shitload from him. And then just to think that we're going to be in his house recording, you're going to be on his podcast, and then we're going to record a Boxing Life podcast yeah. with him. It's pretty uh, surreal for me, so it's I'm I'm really excited to go and check it out and see what he's all about. Big big time, big time. Uh, yeah, I mean he's he's into biohacking, and that's what I really want to get. Yeah, because oh, I'm, big time. I'm yeah. right into these things that how the, the optimum performance. It's kind of through Ryan Munsey how he's talking about it all the time, but like I really want to find out. Uh, we getting questions. Up. I yeah. really want to find out uh, his best biohacking uh, methods. So he, he's just someone you can pick his brains like all day there's like nothing he doesn't know the guy's like an absolute nutrition fitness wellness anything you need he's a the guy's a genius yeah so we've got a bunch of questions we put some ask ask us any questions on uh, 
Instagram, on the Boxing Life Instagram. So we've got questions on there and also yeah. on the Facebook page. Uh, we got questions on the Facebook. Do you want me to read a couple out? Yeah, you you will. Let's start from the top. So yeah, we post on Instagram. Uh, give us your questions. So I'm just gonna fire a couple out here. If each of you could give us a tip on being successful in three words, what would it be? Take our risk. I can. Can I do it in four? Go on. The one that was on your laptop. Work hard. Be humble. Work hard. Be humble. Yeah. I mean. The, Obviously, there's more than taking a risk to, to become successful. You're going to put all your money on red at the casino. That's taking a crazy Spe risk. Speaking of working hard, there was one a question that I wanted to ask on this podcast, which I, I, I'm interested to find out what, what you think. Why do some people not work hard? Not, not everybody in the world works hard. Actually, there's only a certain select few people who work hard. Hard e work ethic is... Easy? It's an easy question to answer. Because they're happy. Because it's easy. Because they're happy. I, I think I think cost that the good. They'll complain like fuck, but they must. If they're not working hard, they, they must be good. That's the only thing. Everyone. I just need like I, I I I can't get my head around it. I don't understand like laziness and lack of work ethic. I don't understand how people can go through life not working hard. Whether you're successful or not, it's irrelevant. Just right. just at least try and give. 100% to something. Well, at the end of the day, it's all down to if you're happy. If, you, if you're happy and you're lazy, yeah. fine. I'm all for it. Uh, my dad. <laughs> <laughs> Let's go with the next question. All right. Um, why is jumping rope the go-to cardio for combat sports, whether it's boxing or MMA? I don't think it's the go-to one. I think it's an it's a old-school uh, exercise. And I love jumping rope. I think it's good, it's good for your hand eye and foot coordination and uh, it's a great it's a great workout as well it gets your heart pumping especially if you've never done it before usually it's used as a warm-up so you'll probably do like 10 15 maybe 20 minutes jump rope to start a session 20 minutes for who at a professional level, I'd say. Maybe like 15, oh, 20 oh, right, minutes. Right, right. I, I you know? thought you meant like your client comes in no, no. for an hour <laughs> session, yeah. 20 minutes on the jump rope. Oh, yeah, definitely Fucking not. Hell. Yeah, I usually do like a couple of rounds, maybe like five minutes with, with one-to-one -one sessions. Yeah, I'll do yeah. two or three minutes. Uh, but yeah, I mean... That, Just full body. It's, it's, it's coordination, gets get you on the balls of your feet, you know, warms everything up. It's and it's, like I said, it's great for coordination. Some people can't do jump rope and uh, once they'll start learning and they get better, they feel like they've achieved something, so it's good. Yeah. Uh, next one, how do you stay motivated to keep up a healthy lifestyle from Jamie Parry? Go on, I'll let you answer that one. I just love it. I just find it fascinating. Like health and wellness to me is just a really fascinating thing. The fact, the, the concept of what goes in my mouth, how, what it does inside your body and how it makes you feel, how it makes you look, how it makes you perform, how, just how it affects you. It's just, it's, I just find it super fascinating. So that's, that's part of the motivation for me. It's like if I drink and eat this and get into a regular habit with that, I'm going to feel better, I'm going to be, have more energy, I'm going to be more productive, I'm going to think smarter, I'm going to be clearer-headed, I'm going to have better moods, I'm going to sleep better. Like, and, and it becomes with experimentation, so different supplements, I'll try this and then I'll try this food or this, this drink or whatever it is and then just see how I feel and, and kind of mess about with it and experiment. Right. And, and to me, it's just fascinating, I just love it and I just love feeling healthy and... and not really feeling like, oh, 
because you hear a lot of people say like, oh, when you're 35 or when you're 30, it's like, oh, you start to feel it on my joints and all that. And it's like, I don't want to be that person. Right. I want to be the person who's like gets older and feels stronger and gets faster. Frank Grillo, and... see that picture I posted? Exactly, that's, that's, Ooh, that, that's a good motivation. Exactly. Beast. So as for me, with the motivation, I haven't really got much motivation. That's why I was talking about the, getting held accountable for stuff. When I was fighting, I was motivated because... I was about to have a fight. And it's your, it's your job, isn't it? It was the you job, know, and you had, you had to make weight, or like, yeah. you know? So I was motivated then, and then when that stopped, the motivation all went, and not until recently, since I've been working with Ryan Munsey, have I started to get motivated again, and, and what you've just said there about learning about the things that you put in your body, I think that's massive. Yeah. Now, uh, what I'm really learning is you shouldn't be eating any processed shit. Sugar is the devil. Yeah. Uh, and then, uh, like, if you're eating food, it wants to be proper food. Like, meat, gra eat grass-fed meat. Is it, if eat it, wild fish. If it's from the earth, it's, it's going to be good for yeah. you, you know? <laughs> the, the sad thing about that is it costs a fortune to live that lifestyle. Everything yeah. organic, uh, you know. Everything uh, organic, everything grass-fed, everything hormone-free, you know, like all that. Yeah, it does, it does cost a fortune, but, but if you can learn about that, and then be aware of that, and then be aware of the different foods, I think that would be a good motivation for you, because it's really motivated me like find out that sugar is the devil and looking on the back of packets to see so yeah. that's a good motivation yeah definitely another question uh, what are the main differences between the style of training in gyms in the US and the gyms in the UK from what we have seen and why do you think that is that's from Michael Terrell do you um, want to go on that so I haven't I mean what we do at Box and Burn is different than anywhere else I've seen because it's a better workout and we've got different, we've got better systems. But like, tell you the truth, I haven't spent that much time in in, in gyms apart from boxing gyms in the UK. And I think with me being in boxing gyms all my life, when I've opened this one with Kev, I wanted to get all the bad shit out of gyms, like out of boxing gyms. Like one of the first rules that I wanted to put in place was I don't want anyone training here without the shirt off. Yeah. Because you see that in boxing gyms yeah, all yeah, the time. Yeah. People with the, with the shirts off. I mean, we just posted that picture with Frank Grillo with his shirt off. <laughs> that was for, <laughs> that was for but, a photo shoot. But, but, you know what I mean? and, and same with like Burfee as well. I used, I used to hate that when I've you know, been in a couple <laughs> of gyms in LA as well and, and like people messing about with Burfee and shirts off. So what stuff would you like say the, the comparison is with the UK I think, and the US? I, I, well, when I go back home, I, I usually go to like... Um, more corporate type gyms and the technology is far bigger better over there over england yeah like you could go on a treadmill and it's just it's just a way more advanced treadmill than it is here well i think if you go to equinox we'll have them treadmills right it's not the level of gym i just i think it probably is i think overall they're pretty comparable but just from my own experience i've noticed that the facilities in english gyms are a little bit ahead yeah i mean it, it depends what facility like we, we've got a treadmill here that you can run on, but it hasn't got a TV on, it hasn't got all this fancy shit on. But this gym is not one of them fancy gyms. This is a gym where you come to work out and get results. Oh, yeah, definitely. You no, know, that's the thing about them gyms. Where I remember seeing lots of people in the gyms in England not working with a trainer. Mm -hmm. That's a big comparison. People over here, the higher trainer, but in England it, don't really do that. It's just off the top of my head. I think a couple of gyms, like you think of the Velocity Gym, think of that boxer and gym that just opened in London. Right, they're just. They're just, um, I don't know what the word Them's is. There's, the there's nothing. Gyms. Yeah. The, Them's the performance gyms. But right. We, but the everyday gym, like the commercial ones that you go to, yeah. 
I, I don't think they, they've got the personal training standard that they've got over here. Right. Maybe I'm wrong because, I mean, the personal trainers are hitting me as well here as well. Yeah, yeah, definitely. It's an interesting question because I think you could make an argument that some, some gyms are more advanced over there and some are more advanced over there. It just depends on the, the kind of gym and the style of gym, I guess. Next question. We got a few. Jeff asks, would, we, would you be willing to expand the concept in Europe, maybe a franchise? What's Jeff who? Jeff... Five eight five eight five. Yes, would we willing to come to Europe? Yes, we we are, and that's a plan. We get asked often about franchising and affiliates out, and that's something that we definitely want to do with Box and Burn down the line. Uh, but like I said, down the line, because right now we we we've got so much going on, and we don't want to franchise the gym out. We could franchise the gym out ten times this month if we wanted to. But we don't want to do that because the quality will drop. We yeah. want the quality to be high. We never came into this business to make money. Uh, we came in because we loved it. And we don't want to just give someone a gym. I always think like if, 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 if we were out to make money, we wouldn't be in the fitness, in, we, we be in the fitness industry. We'd probably be in like hedge funds or something. Right, <laughs> right? yeah. You know? But um, yeah, the, I think... Moving forward, the the main priorities with the academy online, yeah, right? That's and then the we've, got, I mean, we've got ideas for the for the gym as well. We've got big ideas to open more gyms, but right now we're not ready to just start blasting out. You know, I looked on online and, and CrossFit has uh, CrossFit open a CrossFit. It's only three thousand dollars a year. Do you know that to open one? Well, obviously you got to pay for your equipment and all this shit, but the affiliate to have the CrossFit affiliate is three thousand dollars a year. And I thought, right. I thought. Why the hell would CrossFit do that for so cheap? Yeah. But do you know why? Why? They've got over 10,000 CrossFits around the world. Right. That's over 3 million a year. Shit. Talk about passive income. Yeah. Passive income there, mate. And everyone, and everyone's just breaking their back left, right, and center. <laughs> <laughs> just getting injuries all over. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, we've got any more? That, uh, that was pretty much like, most of the decent ones off the, off the Instagram. Um, just trying to quickly get through a couple more. Uh, yeah, I've got any questions see. in Boston. We put this up again. Combining boxing and fitness has been super successful. You guys, I can continually grow your brand to gym. If you want to read the question, I know I need a question. Come on, where's the question? Do you see yourselves branching out into the areas of fitness? We're in fitness. That's what we do. We the kids. Other areas of fitness, like I'm just, I'm guessing he's referring to things like maybe yoga or Pilates or something like right. that, but I, I don't think so. We, we don't know enough about anything else other than boxing and everything that stems from that. Yeah, that's so one we thing. Stick like, to what we we, know. we are trying to do what we do. We're the best at what we do. That's, yeah. a, that's a problem with all these other gyms that open up. They'll open a gym and they'll have yoga, they'll have cycling, spinning classes, they'll have this, they'll have that. Yeah. Rather than being the best at one, to try to, to try to be the, the best at the other. There's yeah. a good question here by uh, Oh Naughty, this one. Can I have a job? No, no, this one here. <laughs> Which one? This one. Yeah, can I have a job? I'll read the question. What's your thoughts on trainers walking the walk? For example, would you employ an overweight personal trainer or someone who lives an unhealthy lifestyle given advice, given a, on advice on how to live a healthy life even if they were producing results. Hope that makes sense. Love the podcast, lads. Keep it up. Keep smashing it. Thank you for your question. Now, that's a great question. Yeah, because there's, I can think of examples of that straight away. There's definitely um, trainers that are successful that don't necessarily like, have the right look or don't necessarily live the right lifestyle themselves. Right. One thing that we 
are big on is you you, you got to walk the walk and, and kind of live, lead by example. But if you know your shit and you can get results, you'll still be successful. And you, of course, we'd be willing to hire somebody that does do that. Yeah. You know. Do you know what? Just about every single boxing trainer that I've ever had was overweight and never worked out. Every single one. I'm right. trying to think of someone who worked out and successful, yeah. proper successful. Obviously, it's a different industry to the personal training. So they know the shit. Yeah. They're getting results. Yeah. So, yes, we would if they can get past the interview. Now, that's the different <laughs> thing. Yeah. If you're overweight and you look like shit and we can tell that you're not living the lifestyle, yeah. it's going to be hard to get past that first step for us to see that you're getting the results. The, the other thing as well, I think, is when you've got, when you're running group classes, which are pretty much the lifeblood of this gym, you know, every single day we've got four or five group classes where you've got like 30 people coming through the doors and you've got a guy who's the front and centre of your gym who's not in shape and he's out of weight and, and he's telling 20, 30 people what to do. It's just not a great look. So it's not ideal, but you, I think on a, on a one-to-one personal training level, you can, you can do it. I just think yeah. in, a, in a group setting in a gym like this where we're relying on group classes a lot, it's probably not the best idea. Yeah. And, and as sad as it is, it's, it's the fitness industry, and especially in this town, in LA, everyone's concerned about looks and aesthetics. Right. You've got to kind of set that example of, like, yeah. you've got to look the part to get people's attention and respect, I guess. Guys, thank you for your questions and thank you for listening to this Boxing Life podcast. Oh, we hit 51 reviews. Oh, we have? We, we said if once we, we get to 50 reviews, six-figure nice. homes will give a free session yeah. out. So uh, thank you for all your reviews. They've been amazing. I've tweeted a couple. I'm going to tweet some more as well. Nice. Uh, so now it's all down to Glenn uh, finding someone to train and then Ernie flying them out if they're from England to... Ernie's paying for their flights, right? Yeah. And their hotel. And the hotel. All right, sound. And then... Uh, <laughs> Yeah, so we're going to pick one. We'll pick one maybe not next week, then the week after. Yeah, we'll read through them and, and the best one will we'll invite you to come in and do a personal training session. Yeah, so even if you, you haven't left the review... Punch this mitt right here. Even if you haven't left the review, leave one now and then we'll still might pick you to get a training session with Glenn Holmes. Thank you for listening. I'm Tony Jeffries. This is Glenn Holmes. Nice one, everyone. Thanks. See ya.